Hold on. Let me take mine. All right. My phone is on vibrate. Okay. All right. Hold on. Wait. Get you li- your life and these papers together. I am together. I need you to submit you for a podcast like, competition. Don't be coming for me. You ever act like we had a news uh, report? Like we about to sit here and be like, oh, today. I am. Listen. Listen. Let me tell you something. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my God. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's going to look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. Hello, everybody in the podcast world. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of My Fave. Oh. I'm so excited. This is the podcast where me and my good friend Marcellus <laughs> talk about all of our favorite movies, our favorite television shows. Yes. And we just want to bring y'all in to our world of entertainment and what we enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. So let's get right to it. First of all, my name is Ken yep. and I am one of the co-hosts of My Fave. I love movies. I'm all about movies. So anytime, Why do you love movies so much? Well, because I love movies because movies make me forget about bills. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> movies. I love movies because it's an opportunity for minutes. I don't know, two hours for you to forget about reality. It's an escapism yeah. for me. Well, they all seem to be two hours these days. I know. So. I remember when movies used to be just an hour and ten minutes. Oh or my something. good lord! But now you have this amazing special effects, and you have amazing acting, and you have good writing and good stories. I think filmmaking is an art. And I enjoy art, and I'm it's one you. of my favorites. It definitely is art. What about you? What do you like? What do you talk about? What's just with you? What's that? Well, well, well. Tell us who I you are. I am your other co-host, uh-huh. Marcellus, last name kid. <laughs> Google me. Um, I <laughs> don't am, do it. <laughs> I am way too into TV. I love it. I watch it. I binge watch it. I think about it. I pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode that you guys join us on My Fave, we're going to break down our category or our genre of movies and television that we'll be talking today. So our topic today is, drumroll please, tearjerkers. Yeah. So these are the films, these are the television shows that cause the waterworks, okay? Mm, this is a deep Get you one. right in your feelings, all right? These, this is the movie, this is the television show. It could be an episode of a particular show, or it could be an entire series, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. these are the films that make us cry, guys. Do you cry a lot? No, I don't. And that's why I have to say... That the film I chose that I'm going to talk about today, it has to be really, really, a, like a real tearjerker. Oh, to make you cry? For, to make heartless. me cry. Because I don't have a heart. Okay. It is in a stone lead box deep within the Grand Canyon. Mm, I understand. And you have to take three donkeys and one bull. Gotcha. To get to the deep ravine and then swim across a rushing river. To mm. find it, my God, my God! <laughs> but what you do? <laughs> what you do? It's nothing but tears. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a really takes a lot for me to cry. Basically, is what I'm trying to say, everybody. So just know that what we talk about today is going to be those type of um, content. Okay, so today's episode is tear jerkers. So Marcellus, won't you um, won't you tell us what's next? Well, before I do that, Cam, oh, okay. I just want to tell you why it's important to have a tear jerker. Oh. Because sometimes I use myself as an example. Mm. Sometimes I'm just like you. It takes a lot for me to start crying on an episode. Okay. I mean, on a um, a movie. Okay. Or a TV. Um, not that I'm my goal is to cry. I'm uh-huh. just saying I know that if it's a sad movie, mm-hmm. I'm like already thinking like, okay, I'm probably gonna be crying. I don't know. I'm weird. Mm. But. If something does get me crying, just like you, I know it was it was a deep thing. So I think it takes it's so a lot. important because yeah. sometimes you don't get to channel those emotions elsewhere because maybe you're just busy. You're going back and forth, back and forth. We all have tragedies that happen, and sometimes you don't even get that moment to cry. And movies can bring that out of you. TV can bring that out of you. Bring that extra emotion, especially if you're watching it by yourself. You'd be right. there just a screaming and welling back and forth. So it's like what you're saying is that you use movies – Especially tearjerkers and television as your therapy. 
In a way, yes. Got it. Okay. That and going shopping for shoes. Absolutely. Fair enough. Retail therapy and movie therapy. (laughs) Okay. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. But anyway, so we're going to move on to our next part. Okay. We are going to do our lights, camera, action. That's our warm up. We're going to just get ready to get going here. Yes. Okay. Yes. And since it's my fave, we got to ask what is our fave? Right, you know. Right, right. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Ken. Okay, I'm a bit of a fatty. Uh oh, y'all. What is your top five fave foods to have while you're watching the movie? Now, this could either be when you go to the movies, or if you're sitting at home watching a movie. Oh, this so is you can good. go ahead and say a whole barbecue let dinner tell if you, you must. Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> but something. I need five of them. Five. First of all, let me tell you about the time it was after Thanksgiving. And why? And I took a turkey sandwich to the movie theater. It was delicious. Okay. It was so good. Me and my friend, shout out to Melvin Hunter Jr. Uh, Melvin Hunter Jr., who no longer lives in California. I, Melvin, where you live? Alabama. Anyway, the thing is, uh, we it was after Thanksgiving, and uh, we had some delicious sandwiches. It was delicious. I love to take food into the theaters. Popcorn gets stuck in my teeth, and it makes me very angry, and my anxiety goes up, so I can't do popcorn. I do like ice cream. Love, love, you know what I used to love is ice cream sandwiches. That would oh, be great. God, I would yes. tear up an ice cream sandwich in the movie theater. But I don't love the cookie ones because the cookie get too hard. No, no, no. I like that soft kind of like round chocolate yeah. stuff. Okay, another favorite of mine is bacon. I'll fry up some bacon and then I pat it down with a Please paper towel. You're not taking a slab of bacon. And to the movie I will. Uh, I usually pack uh, about a half a pack of bacon and I'll fry it up. And then I just let it sit, get room temperature. It's delicious. And I put in a little sandwich bag, a little Ziploc. And I'll take that to the movies. And let I me need tell you to be you ashamed something. of yourself at I some point. I refuse. And let me tell you something. Everybody in the theater is asking me for some bacon. Now, they <laughs> talk about me when they found out I'd buy it. And I brought it. And I cooked it. And I prepared it for such a time as this. But everyone <laughs> wants some. Uh, the other thing that I love in a movie is cherry coke. For whatever reason, I got to have cherry coke. It is delicious. And because I like salty and sweet, so I've had the savory and the salty... Now I gotta have me some Sour Patch Kids. My God, woo! Wow. You got that set. That's pretty good. Though. Listen, I'm ready, and I'm not playing with you. Okay. I'll do bacon at the house, by the way, if I'm needing a, a whole full meal. Right. You just have bacon. Yeah. That's pretty I cool. Love it. Yeah. Well, for me, so I can join in on this one. Of love. course. What's your favorite five? Your top five fave movie snacks. My top five fave movie snacks. Uh huh. I really need to, okay. I really love those little mini golden Oreos. Oh wow! I love them. I can okay. just sit and eat. Those. I know what you're talking. I've never had them because I also I'm really into like vanilla cream cookie kind of thing. That's okay, me. okay. Um, I mean, you grandmas like used to have them and everything. Oh yeah, I but to me, golden that. Oreos are the most successful personally. Like Why I would, can just no, sit they're not. Su- you mean successful as far as you successful feel like- for my taste buds? God, oh, I get it because yeah. Oreos taste like dark, dark chocolate. Yeah. Dirt. I'm and sorry, like, Oreos, if y'all listening. I don't like that. I like the grandmas and all the other ones, but okay. I really like golden Oreos. Can I tell you, I like soft cookies. I don't like crunchy cookies. And that's kind of why another reason why I don't like Oreos, because I don't like crunchy cookies. Mm, okay. But anyway, you didn't ask me. You you took it right out of my mouth. Continue. Um, The second thing is, <laughs> I really, 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 really love having Skittles Ooh, in the movie theater. Skittles. And I'm probably the only person in the world Taste who loves the, the, rainbow. the berry pack of Skittles. You are. I love it. I you love are. it. That's oh, one God. of my least favorite. I tend packs. to do that though. I like stuff that other people don't like because guess what? Y'all don't ask for none. Um, oh, so this is helping you be, continue to be selfish. Yes, absolutely. Got it. I ain't ashamed. As long as we know. Um, but funny story, we went to the movies one time to see a scary movie and my friend Raina, if mm-hmm. you listen, hey Raina, I love you. Hey Raina, I got a cousin named Raina. She had some Skittles and every time something jumped out, she would get scared. But one point she got so scared, she I was trying to open her bag of Skittles and she ripped it too big. <gasps> and all the Skittles I hear was, ah, ding, 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 oh, ding. all the Skittles at the floor. No. But then she couldn't close the bag right. So every time she jumped, Skittles kept falling out. Oh no. The whole theater was laughing because it would get quiet when <laughs> you would hear Skittles hit the ground. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. But anyway, so Golden Oreos, mm-hmm. Skittles. Mm-hmm. Now listen. Now you know because we've went, we went and seen the mo- I only did two, right? Golden Oreos and Skittles? I thought you did more. No, okay. I just talk a lot. Oh. <laughs> now you know I love that part in the movie, especially when you go to Cinemark where they do that soda filling up on the screen. Oh, I am yes. addicted to soda. Yeah. I got to 
I wish I could see his face. I mean, he just got to. He grabbed all the air with his <laughs> I gotta have root beer while I'm watching the movie. Oh, really? I didn't think you liked root beer. Root beer is my second favorite soda. Oh, it's you don't like Dr. Pepper. Oh, God. That's oh. The, the nastiest soda ever created. Look at you. God. Your Ooh. true self just came out. Anyway. Wow. Um, Dr. Pepper, if you listen and send me some, not him, but I will take some. <laughs> root beer. And then my last two are gonna be, you know, I can have a nice sandwich. What well, kind of sandwich? I want just a regular turkey sandwich. Give me really? turkey, a good cheese, nice amount of mayo, and some mustard, and so I can have me enjoy me a sandwich while I watch a movie. Something okay. to chew that's not too much. Got you. And then I'm gonna steal something from you for this one. Mm-hmm. Those uh, sweet Maui onion chips. Oh, those are now, delicious. I don't have a, a huge preference on them. I really love the purple pack from the the Hawaiian chips, mm-hmm. but I also love the ones from the 99 cent store. It's the truth. They good. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right now before anybody say anything about the 99 cent store. The 99 cent store sweet Maui onion chips are amazing. Go get them and it'll change your life. And when you don't have a lot of money, you can just eat them and pretend like you haven't steak and um, potatoes. Okay. So. <laughs> it's the truth. But anyway, there we go. That, that's what that's it is. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that lights, camera, action. No problem. So what I'm going to do now. Okay. Is I'm going ahead. We're going to get into what the, the real deal of today is. Oh, I'm excited. We're going to find out what your tearjerker movie is. Because, you know, you always go first with the movie. Because you, <laughs> you heavy with the movie. So, we're going to start with you. Ryan, let me tell you something. This is a movie that came out in 2016. So, it's relatively new. Wait, can I ask you first? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you was ready for me to go. So, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen the way he looked at me. <laughs> I have a question for you, Ken. Yes. What is your fave tearjerker movie of all time? Because, you know, we got to throw that in there. My fave tearjerker movie. This is where I talk. My fave tearjerker <laughs> movie of all time is, drumroll please, Lion. Came out in Ooh. 2016. Y'all, this was an Oscar-nominated film. It was nominated for six Oscars. And... Basically, it is based off of a nonfiction book called A Long Way Home by Saru Brearley. And this is a movie that takes place in India. And I went to go see this film because everyone was talking about, oh my God, this movie is amazing. It stars Dev Patel, who is this amazing actor, handsome young man, who brings all this charm and charisma and passion to this role? Unique, their mind true heart. Well, I'm sorry, say what? I said unique, their mind. <laughs> you know what? You take me back out. Come in. <laughs> if you go come in, you better know what you're saying. Did you say unique talent? I said unique, nerve nerd. I was trying oh, to say uniqueness, nerve and talent. I'm I t- thought you was having a stroke. I me. looked at you. <laughs> I said. I felt like I was. Do we need to stop the recording? <laughs> <laughs> because you said unique that much thing. I said, uh, what? You said unique yeah. that. You did it a second time. <laughs> I'm really trying to get it together right now. That's I promise fine. you. That's fine. You just eat some bacon. You'll be all right. Oh, God. So basically, Dave Patel, Nicole Kidman plays his mom. Oh. And um, you have uh, Rooney Mara. She's his girlfriend. First of all, this cast is amazing. I just picked out my favorite. Mom, Let me let me let me tell you right now. This little kid loved his little brother in India. He gets separated from his older brother. Oh, wow. Okay, he gets separated. I'd say the kid's no more than about like five or six years old. He is now waking up on a train in Calcutta. There's a different region of where he was born. He doesn't speak the, the language. The, light, the dialects are different. He's lost. Long story short, he ends up going to an orphanage. And he gets adopted by an Australian couple. In comes Nicole Kidman's character, her husband. And let me tell you, he's searching for his real mom at the point he's in college. And he's saying to himself, I think there's a need for kids who are adopted. They want some answers to some questions. Mm -hmm. They want closure, especially as it relates to their biological parents and their family. Yeah, I bet. So he's Indian, but he's being raised by this white family. And I think there's some cultural things there as well. And his girlfriend played by... um, by Rooney Mara was like, go, go find. And he becomes obsessed. A lot of things start to fall apart for him. He goes on this journey. And I want to tell you that this is one of the most heartwarming stories because the movie takes us to the past and it keeps giving us clips of him as a kid 
and then it'll come back to present day him oh, as a college so student like fills in things yes wow. there's a struggle where he's not wanting to tell nicole kitman's character that he's looking for his mom because he's afraid that him looking for his biological mom is somehow him rejecting her as his mom and so she's feeling some kind of way about it those issues and things are they resolved I don't want to tell you. I really want you to go and watch this film. It's a tearjerker because on a personal note, I lost my mom in 2015. And I believe Uh that the subject matter came really close to home. Because like I told you before, it's hard for me to cry. Yeah. So that got you. And I really believe I was sitting there in that theater and I said, you know what? I think I'm about to cry. <laughs> right here. You have to remind yourself. It was almost <laughs> like, what's that animated uh, movie with all the emotions talking to each other? Oh, Inside Out? Inside Out. I felt like I had everybody in the uh, in the headquarters in my head like, uh-oh, he's getting ready to cry. Aww. And I felt this wave of emotion. I felt connection. I just, all I want to know is, were you in the theater weeping? I listen. I was weeping like Mary at the grave of Jesus. (laughs) And it was Easter Sunday. I was like, where is he? I came to see my savior and the stone has been rolled away. Stone rolled away. I weeped. Let me tell you. Everybody need that good cry. Everybody in that theater was weeping. I looked around. I saw that light reflected from the screen. You saw the little shiny tears on people's cheeks and everybody was like, (laughs) you could hear it all over the theater. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away what happens, but just know that there's closure. Everything comes full circle. Mm-hmm. And I believe some of the most emotional, uh, gut-wrenching, tear-jerking scenes are at the end of the film. Gotcha. Amazing, everybody. Lion. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. That's really cool. So, like, I just want to know, like, I mean, you explained it, but I still want to know a little sure, more. Sure, sure. Because it connected with you, because, you know, you have what went on with your mom and everything. In addition, why do you like the film so much? Well, I love the fact that this is, okay, I love true stories. Something about knowing that this happened. And I will say this, that Patel's character uh, is Saru. Saru is the author of the story. So now, as a grown man, he wrote this. He wrote his own story. I just want you to know that there was a great blending of, of of what you saw as the characters, and then the real people start to show up in the film. Wow! There is a great, great scene in which he's crying with his mom. And she's letting him know that you looking for your mom is in no way a rejection it's of not me. A bad thing. Yeah. There's such a vulnerability that these characters bring to the roles. It's great acting. It's acting at its fight. They, they were nominated. Dev Patel was nominated for uh, supporting it. Uh, so was um, Nicole Kidman, Best Supporting Actress. It was nominated for Best Film. Like, the work is great. Our director was Garth Davis. He did an amazing job. And uh, Luke Davies with the adapted screenplay. Amazing, y'all. Amazing, amazing movie. And I'm not a person who usually loves dramas like this, right? Mm -hmm. This is not something that I said, oh, my God, I got to see. I only went to see this film because all of my friends were recommending it. And I said, okay, it's Oscar time. And when they I watched the Academy they probably were. Mm-hmm. You probably, but the thing is, is I love to be a part of the Academy Awards. I want to know what I'm, you know, getting excited for. And so Got I love you. to be able to say, oh, I saw that film. I don't know why they won. Why they nominate him? So I do like to be a part of that pop culture conversation. So you can have a reference point. Exactly. So yeah. that was my real motivating factor is I wanted to be in on the conversation that everybody was having. Yeah, that makes sense. Blew me away. Wow. Blew me away. So you, Marcel, you got to see this movie. Have you have you seen? Lion? I have not. I avoid tearjerkers sometimes. Did you know that this? Have you? What did you know about this film? Well, I knew that it was about that because I remember the Academy Awards that year. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about it as well. I like Dave Patel, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Jasmine is really really in. Uh, Jasmine is my best friend, by the way. Oh, oh, Jasmine, Jazzy, we love you. And Jazzy's really into movies, and she's really into uh, 
Academy Awards mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So in a way, she kind of makes me like get into that. Okay. And so she was telling me about it one time, and I was like, oh, okay. So right. she was kind of filling me in. Okay. It's so funny okay. that I love TV, but I'd be like, movies? Eh. I know. That's so crazy. That's so crazy because ever since we've been hanging out, you definitely are like, okay, I think you've seen more movies hanging out. I literally have seen more movies in my entire life. Hanging you out with you. Doing your own thing. And producer Brandon. Yeah, because producer Brandon. Y'all didn't make me get a movie I pass. Love mo- right. It's the best thing that's ever happened. No, I actually love it happening though so uh, yeah it's a great escape like what i talked about you earlier it's a great yeah. escape this movie was incredible not only uh, see for, with tv you can escape for a whole season okay what you trying to say we trying to i'm a, just telling you i'm sorry are we trying to do a uh, continue what you were saying <laughs> <laughs> you trying to hate you trying to hate on movies <laughs> no i was just going to say that this movie was also the most successful australian movie of all times really it grossed over 140 million dollars at the australian box office you better know your so, knowledge this movie was um, not only a critical success, but it was a commercial success as well. So just a fun fact for our listeners. Well, that's amazing. So I have one more question before we even move on. Okay. Kenneth Brown Brown, if you were in the situation okay. as the main protagonist, mm-hmm. what would you do? How would you feel? I think like him, I would want to know. In America. I would want to know <laughs> what... What is my background? Where do I come from? Uh-huh. What about my mom? What about my dad? Because if I was adopted by this Australian couple, I too would want to know. Can I tell you, I feel like a lot of times as African American, I'm about to get real deep. African Americans are also struggling with their identity. Oh, absolutely. And that of a lot of some of the issues and challenges that we have as a people come from the interruption of our identity. There's been an interruption of our identity. Definitely. And as a result of that, the name that I have is not even my name. My last name is Brown. That is the American connection. Right. But the African, that Brown is not an African name. But I'm African-American. I'll never know the African part. And the Brown part, really, when we look at it, uh, is from a plantation owner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even though we are struggling in one sense to be everything that we are created to be, we are still named by these slave owners. We still carry the names of so-called people who try to own us. Exactly. And so there's this interruption of identity. And I feel that even today we are trying to figure out what and who we are. Who are we? And I think that, yes, if I were his character, I would definitely want to know who I am and try to get to the bottom of that. To have closure, and I think knowing who I am and where I come from is ultimately going to inform where I'm going. You know, you better, You. I thought you was about to tell me not to eat pork. <laughs> you better preach. <laughs> I'm going to take an offering. If you can just donate, look at the bottom of your screens. <laughs> <laughs> Let God do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really good, though. Well, you know what? I think we need to take a break. Let's take a break. We got to let everybody let that simmer on in their body. Yes, let that sit with y'all, because that'll preach. (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Do we have any sponsors? Okay, when you clap the sound, does that mean you want me to start the commercial? Yes. Is it all right if I smoke in here? No. Well, we used to be able to smoke back in my day. We smoked like locomotives. Listen, I'm Ellen Bernstein, and I'm here to promote my faves podcast. I love podcasts. It's something these young cats are doing nowadays, and I love to listen to them, especially when I'm on the toilet because my Metamucil is working. It keeps me regular. Reminds me of a Lifetime movie I did back in 1982. Did a play of the same name, exotically wonderful, where I played... Missy Katrina, I was, yes, oh, sweetie, you're ready to go, I was just getting warmed up, thank you, Bernie told me this was gonna be a long gig, but that's fine, I got places to go, people to see, get back to the episode, all right, everyone, tune in, I got a show coming up this fall, I'll be down at the Rainbow Room in New York, doing a one-woman show called The Elephant Queen, I love a good trunk, all right, we are back. And Thank you. I am telling you, yeah, okay. I'm not going. Okay. What made you want to sing right coming back from the break? I was just ready. 
Thank you, Edward. What's happening next? What's happening next? <laughs> well, what's happening next is we going to find out when you're going to be on tour. Uh, no, what's happening next is I want to talk to you about the TV show. We had an opportunity to talk about the tearjerker movie oh. that I wrote. That so it's my turn. It's your turn, sir. It's your turn. Lord. So I want to ask you, who is the director, the writer? What's going on? What did you choose? What's the tearjerker television show that Marcellus wants to share with the podcast listeners? Okay. Here we go. So you know me. I got disclaimers. Now, when I was choosing this, I do think people probably would think I would go for the obvious. This is us. Oh, I heard that's a tearjerker. Parenthood. I've heard that's a tearjerker. Yeah, but I'm not normal. What did you choose? My Reno 911. That's a really deep point. No, no. <laughs> you bet not. <laughs> Don't you my come here jerker, cops. Can I tell you what my chair jerker is? Because sometimes it just really gets to me. Okay. And this is like a little bit of a like a misty eye with a little bead might fall down. Okay. You ready? I'm I'm so ready for this. Undercover boss. Und- Undercover boss? This is a judgment-free zone. It is very judgment-free. And so, please, tell the listeners how you cry. <laughs> I ain't scared. No, I'm not. No, the, no, yeah, okay, so. No, for real, well, No, though. tell us about it. I, I chose Undercover Boss because. Because I've only seen, like, two episodes, so I don't right. want to act like I know everything about no Undercover Boss. Tell me. I chose Undercover Boss because, one, it's just not normally what you would think of when you think of Tearjerker. However, I know myself, and I do know other people, and I'm not just making this up, who watch it, and they get, you know, it gets to them, too, so I would believe that it may get to a, a good amount of people sometimes. Because Undercover Boss is so impactful in that it makes you think about your life in some senses because most of us in the world are working that nine to five type Well, tell job. us about the show. Explain so what let the me show's tell you, about. Let me tell you now. Uh, let me explain it. Undercover Boss started as a British show. Oh, I didn't know that. And it was adapted into an American version. Okay. And essentially, there is a company... Mm-hmm. most likely a big company okay. and the CEO or some officers that are, um, I mean, people that are under that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are still high up mm-hmm. COO, whatever like the else executives or they go into the lower part of the job undercover. Mm-hmm. So they get makeup, they get all these things done to them. Oh, by they the get show. Make- oh, wow. They get made over Oh, wow. and they go into uh, the lower parts of their job. Uh huh. And they do those certain things. So they may be doing some janitorial service one day. They may be a fry cook. Okay. They may be, uh, if it's waste management, they may be driving the truck one time. I saw that episode. Right. They may be. Um, it's the only episode, I guess. Uh, I prefer if you not yell at me. Oh, sure. Um, they, <laughs> Absolutely. There was a direct TV one. They may go in and just, you know, do packaging. All kinds of things. The reason why I believe the show becomes impactful is because. When they come in, they tell the other employees, the entry-level employees or managers or whatever Mm -hmm. else, that this person is coming in on a TV show to get their own job, their own franchise, their own whatever else. Oh, so that way no one is thinking this is Undercover Boss. And then I believe that I've heard that there are other people that go in too, so they don't think it's just one person, so it's actually like a game show kind of thing or like a reality competition. I see, to throw people off. Throw people off so that people don't think, well, this don't sound right. But I also wondered how long could the show go on if people kept going in because now if somebody come in like that you're gonna know oh this might be right it seems like they're kind of like how how many seasons is this show in right now eight seasons okay so and it was in 2014 that they really got big with the seasons like people really started catching on and everything okay wow so it it was amazing the main part about it is Mm -hmm. they go and they do all of those they go into the companies they go into the entry level positions and the manager positions and they get to see how it is. They get to work and they also get to see some stuff they really don't like. Oh, okay. That would make sense. They get to see stuff that they're really not feeling. They get to see stuff that they enjoy. But the main thing is they get to connect with people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they probably wouldn't have been able to connect with before. Right. Cause they know they ain't inviting them to their house. Right. And then they always end up asking questions and getting to know these people more and getting to find out certain things about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they end up finding out like, oh, yeah, I, you know, spent all my money to go to school or I'm knee deep in student debt. 
and I got this and I got that. I and wanted to get I'm off. I'm working for my this job. Birthday and they right. Get off. Right. I'm an ex-con and I'm paying for whatever with this job. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I'll be you know, everything. I murdered somebody and then I ran in here after I murdered them and then y'all gave right. me a job. Right. So <laughs> it's all kind Can of. Can I things tell you, on. I would be there and I would act like I don't know. That there was undercover boss, and I'd be saying all kind of stuff. Like, right. Like, yeah, because what I really wanted was my dream car was a Mercedes Benz SLR, but you know, I'm only working here until I can help with everything I need. And you know, my church needs a new roof. But anyway, we raising money. <laughs> I would be dropping so many hints, Marcellus. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, Kim. The reason why I chose this as um, Tearjerker. Mm hmm. Is because when Stephen Lambert, he created the show. Okay. When he came in and and, and did this, Mm -hmm. I believe he really thought about how it was going to portray, how it was going to be portrayed by people. Because, of course, you have your negative comments, Mm -hmm. but I believe the show got a lot of uh, positive comments as why it went on for so long. Because when... They get to the end. Mm-hmm. It always happens that they go to these different sites and they don't just go to one. They'll go to one in L.A. They'll go to one in Texas. They'll go to one in Northern California. They'll go to one in New so York. Your job has a lot of different locations. Right. They're going to go to they'll a go lot. To, usually okay. it's like a franchise. Um, usually. Okay. okay. They'll go to all these different things, do different jobs. Then they fly those people that they talk to to come out to a central place and they tell them, oh, you're coming here to talk about how so-and-so did. To see if he can get that his job, uh, his own franchise, his okay. own con- uh, company, right? And <clears throat> they always come, and when they walk in the room, they're just flabbergasted because that same person is sitting there now in a suit or right, um, and they, all dress. their makeup is off. All Everything the makeup is that off. they did, to and disguise. they're sitting wondering like, is this who is this? Is this whatever? right? And then they end up saying, "Hi, hi, I'm a, hi, my name is Marcellus Kidd, and I am actually the CEO of blah 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 blah." And, Ooh, and it's always like, "Oh my." They didn't so, know. They it was didn't a know. Break. It was all. It's always some stuff like that. But then this is where the tears start to come, because the CEO or whoever it is mm-hmm. has taken notes and listened to all of this mm-hmm. has gone on, and most of the time they sit there. And they basically respond to everything that was said. Mm-hmm. They say, I heard that you had this, this going on with school. and You couldn't pay. You have four kids because blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we want to give you $10,000. I lose my mind. To go back to school. We want to give you this, this, and that to yes. do this. Yes. Sometimes we want to give you $20,000 just to spend so you have. And it's not always just about the money, though. Right. Sometimes they say, we understand that you haven't been getting your breaks. Okay. You know, okay. and we don't know why that's happening. So we've implemented Gina. a new structure. Hmm. You know, <laughs> we've been to implemented new practices to where now you will make sure you get this break. Mm-hmm. You'll get this, you get that. We redid the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. We've all kind of stuff. So they make changes to the company too. They so make changes the to the company because of your work environment is right. Better, one not of the, just you getting money. One of the promises of the show when the CEOs, you know, agree to it mm-hmm. is that this show will not give your company a negative light i see so you're not gonna be on this show and they'll talk about y'all got rats and roaches right it's always gonna you be something where if it up. is negative you can immediately rectify the situation right so this is good pr yeah it's great that PR for sense. the company that makes then sense. then you're also supporting people then when you run into people that you do you run into people that are bad then it's you know it's a bad thing they fire but the reason why the tears come is because they do all of that and you know for me, I really get emotional when people are emotional. Okay, so you respond to cry. I'm more likely to cry because you're it. crying got it. than because I'm sad. Okay, okay. Because I've been just trained by my family oh. to not cry for whatever okay, reason. Okay, kids. They'd love to not let me cry. Yeah, oh. I said it. Uh-oh. But Any of y'all listen, now man. these days, I just don't. Stuff. You know, now these days, I'm just like, oh, I'm fine. You know, even right. if I want to cry. I'm cool. I'm cool. I know? see. But when I see someone else crying, it's like a ricochet. And that is my, my family, too. Once someone else start crying, we all cry. Okay. But it's like on that show, when you see them, you know, start to break down mm-hmm. because it's almost like a weight lifted. Right. I had all this going on. And my job that I go in my blood, sweat, and tears that I'm probably sick of. Yeah. They now have seen me and heard me and are giving me this. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. so crazy because, you know what I always think? What if they was about to quit? <laughs> exactly. What if they were about to be done with the job and then the oh, CEO was like, I want to give you $20,000. Listen. What do you do? You know? Listen. So sh- that is why it's a tearjerker to me. But it'll take my two weeks. I, I, I love it because, you know, the show started February 2010. Okay. I was about 20 years old. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Actually, no. <gasps> no, I was nineteen. Oh wow! I didn't turn twenty until March. Did you like the show at nineteen, or did yes. you find oh, that I was this into is that something show. that you just? I was into that show because I always thought that I would be in a big business. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So cool. I realized I don't like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the power. You saw the show. You <laughs> was like, never mind. Never mind. Oh my um, god! But the is thing cr- is, it, it's it's so crazy. And when it, I believe when it aired. It came after the Super Bowl mm. that year, February. What I was saying before is we all pretty much have dealt with that nine to five. We all have been in that situation, whether you work at McDonald's or you work at Nordstrom's or you're in this higher up job. You all have we all have been in a situation right. where we're right. working, we're there and we're sick of it. Right. Or we're having a good time that day or we're on break and you we're have like, these 30 minutes are going by so you fast. Have highs and lows. We're driving to work almost late. We're yeah. stuck in traffic on the way home. So you have your times where you're just like, oh, we can relate to these employees. Exactly. We it's relatable. watching, we can relate and go, you know what? I've had those same kind of challenges in my job. We almost likely have had a boss that we can't stand. Right. We almost likely have had a boss that we thought was the homie till they wrote us up. Right. We have all, right. all probably right. had friends at work. That. Right. We all probably had friends at work that we always get together and talk about somebody mm-hmm. else. Like, we just humans. It happens. People stealing pins and staples right. from the job. Now, it's just like, so you got all that going on, but to know that there's a possibility that someone could come and they could listen Mm -hmm. and not only listen, but they got the power to make the change. They have that power to make that change. Sitting there talking about, we're going to email you back. We're going to have another meeting about it. If I, if y'all have one more doggone meeting. Right. Stop having meetings about it. We need some more cups in the break room. Right. And if y'all could get three different types of cream. So to me, that no, is a tearjerker for me because it. it's a it's it's a daily thing that you go through, and you're able to now see on screen, even though it ain't you, mm-hmm. you're able to see someone. Mm-hmm. I love to see people happy. I love to see people with that's true a weight lifted off of their shoulders. I'm gonna say this: I saw one episode, the waste management episode of Undercover Boss, and you were absolutely right. The complaints are there. The frustration is there. The challenges are there. But there comes the heartwarming story. And then when the reveal happens, you're absolutely right. You sit there and you go, you know what I'm going to do? It's hard for you to get the work. Here's a car. Because maybe the person was talking about how that car kept breaking down. Exactly. And they had to put exactly. $1,500 to get a new engine or a new transmission. Right. And then when the CEO, who's a millionaire, just gives you a new Chrysler. Like, I could see, you you know, and everyone's crying, and they're just like, like you said, the fart, though, is the, if you thought about quitting, now right. you on this now television episode, out. I'm like, well, so I, let me, let me ask you that question. Oh, God. Marcellus, Orion kid, you work at Home Depot, you've been struggling, you're a night shift manager, you have people calling in and out, listening to plywood. Sometimes the uh, machines don't work that you need them to work. You have people coming in and out. You got high turnover sometimes. What you going to do when this new person comes in, supposed to be doing this show, whatever, boom, 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 you're dealing with trying to get the work. They reveal to you, we're giving you a Honda Accord. We're going to help you. I'm going to say a Honda? Yeah. <laughs> We gonna help you pay <laughs> off your student loan. Ooh, oh, we gonna promote you. Uh huh. But you were getting ready to leave and go work for another company. Oh. And that company was double the salary. Oh my. So God. even with your raise, it's still not comparable to the double of the salary. Would you stay? Because now you're on television. Okay. Or would you go to this other job? That's the only difference is it's double the salary, but this job pays off. Stay if you stay, you get your student loans paid off. If you leave, you're not getting those paid off, let and you're me, getting a brand new car. Let me tell you. The so truth. what are you gonna choose? Because I was raised with decorum. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. 
I'd be like, bye. No, I'm playing. Oh, I was like, well, you I honestly, 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 I would tell myself that just because this change doesn't mean it's changing the job for me. Okay. So I would probably give it a little more time. Okay. Because okay. they don't never know. I can just, I could give it some time, you know, to be there. Yeah. But I really appreciate everything, of course. But I don't necessarily feel obligated now. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. feel obligated now. God, I gotta stay. Okay. Because what if I was miserable? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. So, if I got that, I would be so very thankful. I would most definitely accept. Mm -hmm. And I would still be there to help as a thanks and appreciation. I'm going to spend a little more time giving back, you know, giving to this this company. Oh, look at you. However, (laughs) there will be a time where I have to do a graceful bow out and say I love you all and thank you for what you have done. Now, if they can just keep going, then now, you know, what's really, though, the, 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 the I guess it's the caveat is what I want to say mm-hmm. is that that student loan. Yeah, because because well, you said you were going to stay. So you're going to get right. your loans paid now. Right. I'll out, be there long the enough till they get paid off. <laughs> no, but no, really, I, I would definitely just spend my time there. That's fine. I mean, that's because that's your choice to make. Here's what we do know. Whatever salary you're making, even though it's not being doubled, now it's not going to paying student loans. Praise the Lord. So that's some money you get to keep after you oh, take home. you just home. reminded me. I got to start paying student loans. <laughs> I graduated everything, and I'm like, wait a minute. I got to pay these student said, loans. <laughs> he said, y'all just re- I got Can I get a job at Home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> so Listen, he- I heard Home, home Depot, if you're listening, thank you. We do want to get our backyard redone if you want to sponsor. But let me just say this. Home Depot has some great, great benefits, I heard, from people that work there. Some people I've heard love it. You want Home Depot to redo your backyard? If you're listening, Home Depot, this is my faves. And we would love to be eligible for a backyard redo promotion program. If you have Producer Brandon, about. you trying to get your backyard redone? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Producer Brandon, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not know, Kenneth and Producer Brandon are brothers, and they are the bombest brothers ever. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just so y'all know. Well, thank you very much. This has been a Bacon Brothers production. <laughs> I'm going to go, because you talked about this show, I really do want to maybe catch an episode of Undercover Boss later on in the Can week. I show you my episode that I think is the one? Which one is that? Well, I'm going to show you. Okay. All right. Great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I really do want to watch it. So let's just recap. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you because I want everybody to know. I just wanted to see where you were going to go with that. But I think... <laughs> the one that you need to watch and everyone else is the one with uh, DirecTV. Okay. Really good. DirecTV it is. If you're listening, DirecTV will and Fat Burger out. And the Fat Burger one. Ooh. Yeah. Make me want a Fat Burger right now. Yeah. DirecTV and Fat Egg Burger. and Bacon. My God. Okay. So, just to recap for this category, our genre today was Tear Jerkers. We talked about Lion, uh, which is a great film that you need to go watch. Came out in 2016. And then we talked about Undercover Boss, Tear Jerker Show. You know what, Ken? I want to let you know, because of you, I am actually really going to go and not watch Lion. But thank you for talking about it. I figured you weren't going to watch it. <laughs> I'm playing. I know. No, no. you're not. You ain't going to no, watch I it. No, I actually will, though. You're not going to watch know, it. Because your explanation made me understand that I might really get something from it. You really should watch it if you want to have a connection. If we're supposed to be friends, you can see what you know where I'm coming well, from in not, life. Let's not jump the gun here. I see. I knew it. I knew it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Marcellus cares nothing about deep connections. And one more thing, <laughs> Kenneth. Yes. I want to let you know that I'm proud of you because ever since you got out of jail, you've really, really, really prison. Okay. Okay. You have really, really, really been doing good. And now we're doing a podcast. It was the only thing that my probation officer said I could do. Uh, some of the other jobs that he tried to put me out on, I wasn't able to. I, wasn't, <laughs> I didn't qualify. So <laughs> let's just not jump the gun. But thank you. We'll see how far this goes. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our much watched, our must watch list. Cause okay. I feel like I've been drinking liquor. I can't talk. Must watch list. I have a recommendation. Marcellus has a recommendation. He's going to recommend a television show that you guys need to watch that is definitely still a tearjerker. I'm going to recommend a movie that you guys should watch. It is just our our must-watch list. Okay, you want me to go first, Marcellus? Okay. Absolutely. So my must-watch movie that I'm recommending, I'm going all the way back in the past, y'all. 1972. 
Oh God! It is a drama. It is a disaster film. This is the genre called disaster films. They came out, and it was about this big giant catastrophe, and everyone was affected by this one catastrophe. And we spend the entire film trying to overcome this one disaster. Disaster films, and that is drum roll, please. The Poseidon Adventure. Oh, wow. I um, just never have seen any movies that you introduced. I know. And listen, for our audience, I understand that you are a young audience, and I'm sure that this film predates your existence. I get it. I want are y'all you being to know. Ageist? I am. I want you all to know <laughs> this film is worth you going back into the vault because there are some great movies out there, y'all. The Poseidon Adventure stars Gene Hackman. Ernest Borgnine, Shelley Winters, Red Button, Roddy McDowell. It's basically about a uh, New York uh, City, uh, basically a New Year's Eve cruise. They're leaving New York City and they're going to Greece. And a huge tidal wave knocks the ship over. It is completely upside down. This is a giant cruise ship. And the passengers who are now at the top have to work their way going upside down to get out somehow through the hull of the ship where they can now be saved. We fell in love with these characters in the beginning of the movie. They uh, really clinged on to us. We had a relationship with them. And now, can I tell y'all, the tears start to flow because you know what a movie does. It gets you in. It gets you connected to a character. And people are not going to make it. That's all I want to say. Characters that you're going to love, they are not going to make it in this movie. And you, I, my mom was like, you need to watch this movie. You need to watch this movie. I said, I don't want to watch this. Because she knows, like, I don't I don't want to watch a movie. I usually don't want to watch a movie that I know is a tearjerker. I have no desire to watch a movie that's a tearjerker. I recommend these films to you mostly because other people have coerced me to watch them. And I did end up shedding a tear on this movie. I didn't cry like I did for Lion, but I did shed a tear. Y'all, go see The Poseidon Adventure, a good classic movie from 1972. And it's great to see these amazing actors who are so young, who now they're older. Go see it. That's my must-watch, Poseidon Adventure. You're going to cry on that movie. Y'all got to go watch it. I was going to say some other movie. There's Beaches, there's Fried Green Tomatoes, there's uh, Steel Magnolias. But listen... And just a reminder, it's a much wa- must watch. That's a tearjerker. Okay. All right, Marcellus, share with us your must watch television show. Well, my must watch television show uh-huh. is none other than. Drum roll, ready? Please. I'm ready. Queer Eye. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. Now listen to me. Yes. <laughs> listen, Queer Eye. Is a show that was adapted from the original show, not oh, a while. So back. you're talking about the remake, the of remake, the, the reboot of the, the television show. Of okay, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Okay, which was a little more of in your face, like boom, mm-hmm. we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Mm-hmm. But Queer Eye is more of a this is us, mm-hmm. and we are here to change some people's lives. Right. I'm always about these changing live shows. You do have a theme here. It. You have a theme today. Because I just love for people to have stress re- released off of them, because stress is such a thing that kills people. Yes, yes. So to see people happy and just giving up on that or whatever. And it's Queer Eye, and they address so much stuff, especially them and, and prejudice against them. And it's 2018, people. Y'all need to get it together and get over it. Okay. Absolutely. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. It is really a great show. And basically, the show was started by David Collins. Mm -hmm. And he loves the show, of course. Mm -hmm. And actually, he basically wanted the show to be in more of a separate area, not New York, that it was before in Atlanta. And so he actually wants to do one in ohio because that's where he's from oh really yeah cincinnati ohio so that he can really get to that that midwest feel right you know because right, that right. it's just a juxtaposition of the fab five who are like five you know energetic city boys uh-huh to go into a you know a, a city that may almost. not be it's almost it's like still a city to, but it's right just, just Dude. going into a community that number one may not be accepting of someone who's gay. Exactly. And then having these five gay guys come in and be like, hey, we're gay. That's okay. And then number two, let us help you change your life. Right. It's That's so awesome. 
Tifo. Now, and I've seen this version of this show, and I do tell you, y'all, especially season one. Yeah, season one got me, and I didn't know I was gonna be sitting there crying. Like I said, right? It was a shock. There's but so much heart in that when show. When you see people release stuff off of them and they tell the truth yes. about things and they just talk and talk to their parents or their family members, it's just like, wow, I feel that. You know, They're I removing clutter that. from their house. And what gets me Ooh. too, just like Undercover Boss, one thing I didn't mention mm-hmm. on Queer Eye, when the people who are coming to help, it gets them too when mm-hmm. they start to cry. Mm-hmm. That's when the episodes really get me. Yeah. That's when I'm like, I, I feel that, you yes. know? Yes. Yes. And it could be fake as all outdoors, but I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> right. Right. Okay? So, <laughs> but the show <clears throat> started in February, started February 7, 2018. So it's fairly new. Okay. This year. And they're already out with the second season. You guys. So it's Netflix. And mind you, Netflix is amazing. Thank you, Netflix, for being who you are. Yeah. Netflix and well, some great stuff. Netflix is amazing. I'm here for y'all catalog. Y'all got a fan. And it's just a show that I think people should watch no matter what you feel or whatever. Just watch it. Get into all the feels, all the emotion. That's it right. Is beautiful. It's full of heart. Beautiful, beautiful show. It's full of heart. And that's all that matters is beautifulness. That's and right. Love. That's right. That's My right. My God. And money. Okay. And money. <laughs> Jesus. No, but the show did get some criticism about, you what know. Is it? What it, did they get? In a sense, people were saying that it's still pushing that notion that everything is better if you get some money. Mm. So if we come fix and change things on the money side, everything is better. Mm. But I think those are the people who are missing the mark of the show. Because, mm. yes, they do come and change the house. Mm. But if that was the case, it would just be the person to come in and change the house, buy you new clothes, and you're good. Mm-hmm. But you got people... You got, let me tell you, you got Antonio, who's our food and wine expert. Mm-hmm. You got Tan France, who is fa- a fashion expert. Mm-hmm. You got Karamo Brown, who's a culture expert. You got Bobby Burke, who's design expert. And you got Jonathan Van Ness, who's the grooming expert. Mm-hmm. So all those things don't involve money, especially mm-hmm. if you come on Karamo's side. He's just coming to get you acclimated in some ways of life. Mm-hmm. Talk, mm-hmm. get some friends, mm-hmm. laugh, enjoy life, okay. all these things. Right. And so it, it, it really is a show about, just the whole person. Your whole person yeah, kind of It's not, evolved. nobody's just coming to give you money. If you change my house decor, because a lot of the times I tell people, your home is a reflection of what's going on inside your mind. Absolutely. And so when I walk into a person's home, if we see clutter, the assumption is that there may be clutter mentally. Mm-hmm. And if we see this openness and everything is free, then the assumption is that there's openness and freedom within the person. Right. Because what you see uh, when I when I walk in is basically what I projected from my mind. Yeah. So I feel like if you come in and you help a person who's depressed, usually a depressed person's room will look a certain way. Like mine. And so, <laughs> right. So basically, when they come in and they're changing yeah. the exterior, they're also doing a very good job to the best of their ability being non-clinicians mm-hmm. to change a person internally. And I think that they're doing a great job and what they're able to accomplish over those few days yeah. is great. So to all the critics, let's not hate on anybody who's trying to change something. Everyone has their own way of doing it. That was deep. You all, you was preaching today. Pastor. Hey, look at the bottom of your screen. Right. Give. Uh, <laughs> Everybody check under your seat. There's, right. There's right. a paper for you to write your ATM card number. On. Right, right. We are coming to one of my favorite parts of the podcast. That is our questions from social media. Now, on the first episode, I said questions from Twitter, but for a moment, our Twitter was real dry. It was like tumbleweeds going by. But now we're getting a little bit of traction. But we're getting That's because we just started. Right. It's a baby. <clears throat> but we're getting more stuff on um, Instagram and our Facebook page. Thank you, And y'all. of course, if you are looking for us, just go to at my fave podcast. That's right. What is it again, Marcellus? That's at my fave podcast. Yes. M-Y-F-A-V-E P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so if you go on there, you ask us a question, we uh-huh. just may answer it Okay. on here. Also, if we feel like it. Yeah, if we feel like <laughs> it. And then also, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to post a question every week that goes with our theme. So we will be able to answer it on the next episode. So, for instance, our last theme was your fave fave of all time. So we posted the question, what is your fave fave of all time? So today we'll be able to read some of those. But we're going to start with our questions 
that you asked us. And today, our lucky, lucky person that we chose is none other than, drum roll, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer is a lovely, lovely, lovely young African-American woman from Vallejo, California. Newbie she queen. In that loafers area, you She's know. She's your queen. She's your queen. Uh, Jennifer is amazing. We love you, Jennifer. We love, you, love Jennifer. you, Jennifer. Thank you so much for submitting the question for us. Thank you so much. Jennifer said to us, well, she asked, Hey guys, I'm trying to talk like Jennifer. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Hi. I'm just playing. Like, you don't talk like that, Jennifer. Uh, she said, "You okay? You wake up on a deserted island, mm-hmm. and you only have a TV slash DVD player, hence movie or television, and you only have one movie or one TV show to watch for the rest of your life." Now that's for both of us. We can answer the movie and TV show. Oh, that's good. Okay. So let's think about that for a moment. Mm. You wake up on a deserted island by yourself, a deserted island and you by have myself. a TV and a DVD player. You can only watch one movie and uh-huh. one TV show for the rest for the rest of your of life because you stuck there. Wow! What in the world would you watch? I'm gonna let you go first, King, because you think fast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's my way of. <laughs> that's just your way of giving yourself some more time to think. Don't try to don't try to give me a side handed compliment. I'm gonna throw it to you, Ken, because you smart. You so good at this. I'm gonna throw it to you because you think fast. You know what? <laughs> no, do you want to go first? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm, if I'm stuck on the island, first of all, I'm mad because I'm stuck on the island. Right. I just I'm to say that because I'm about to be by myself. But if I am dealing with that type of situation, Jennifer, the first of all, the TV show that I would watch would be Golden Girls. <gasps> Why would you do that? That's what the, that is the definite TV show that I would want to be stuck with. That's an amazing Because show. Golden Girls is so good. It's hilarious. And I feel like it's already going to be depressing enough that the fact that I'm on an island by myself. Exactly. You I have to, to choose a TV show that's going to be nonstop laughs for me. And then I think what would also be fun is at some point I'm probably going to go crazy. And I would be Blanche and Rose, <laughs> and I would right. be like a one man play <laughs> during my whole, <laughs> during the whole time I'm on the island. I will have memorized. Just, you've been playing every part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now at the island theater, the one man show. You will make all the uh, audience out of like uh, balls coconuts. I'm gonna have coconuts and palm tree leaves uh, be my audience members. <laughs> or I'm gonna be do. I'm gonna do a complete uh, monologue of uh, Blanche. For the, uh for all the squirrels, <laughs> Lord. But I, I would that show would keep me entertained. Blanche? I know y'all know, but I just love Blanche. Oh, oh my daddy on a sugar cane farm. I don't know. She's big, a, she's a big daddy, <laughs> big daddy, big daddy. I don't know nothing else. Uh, anyway, yeah, I would do Golden Girls. That'd be my TV show that I would want to watch if I'm stuck on this island. Jennifer. What about your movie? The movie that one was a little bit more difficult because I was like, okay, so I got comedy, 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 and then I was like. This is the only movie that you can watch for, like, the rest of your life. For some reason, I think if I'm going to choose a movie, I'm going to choose an action movie now. Because I've done I've done comedy. Hmm. Jennifer, this is hard. No, because you just really got to commit. Okay, Batman, Batman Returns. Oh, tell us Michael why. Michael Keaton. Danny DeVito plays the Penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer plays Catwoman. I think there's enough characters in there in action for me to be okay with that. I'm going to do Batman Returns, y'all. I'm a little excited because of the fact that I saw those movies when they came out in the theater. I'm giving my age away, but that's just what it is. (laughs) And it has some sentimental value for me. And I would love, I love Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Oh, he was so good. Yeah, he really was. And Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Yeah. Batman Returns would be my movie. And did y'all know that's a Christmas movie? It takes place during Christmas. That's a Christmas movie? Well, I call everything. Anytime a movie takes oh place during God. Christmas, I watch them during you, Christmas. You know what I noticed? You make up your own rules for everything. Yes, I do. And those rules are not written down anywhere. They're just... You, this man... We went to the 99 cent store because Ken loves the 99 cent store. I love the 99 cent store. Y'all like, listening, 99 cent like store, mid, please what is give it? me an unlimited August? lifetime membership. It's like mid-August mm-hmm. or early August. And we walk down the aisle, and he just stops. And I'm like, what's wrong? What happened? And I look, and he just standing there. Oh, my God. What's wrong with them? And I'm like, what do you mean? It's an aisle of all Halloween stuff. That was Who horrible. told them to put Halloween stuff in? It's August. And he lost his mind. He had to record everything. Absolutely upset. You don't sell no Halloween stuff at the beginning of August. 
<laughs> we got to get through September 1st. The kids got to go back to school. You didn't skip the kids. They can't even go back to school and get no pencils because it's doggone Frankenstein mask in the way. Well, what if somebody didn't have nothing to do? You know, they maybe they had somebody that just ain't good. Somebody nephew got hired and he just stalked and he messed up and did Halloween. And they said, you know what? We're not going to read. You know, it. that's exactly what happened. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Al who they hired because he was somebody's nephew and brought all the Halloween stuff out and he worked so hard on it they didn't want to tell him so they said you know what now we moving on (laughs) so Jennifer I ain't gonna tell him to put the Halloween stuff back Jennifer for me (laughs) my favorite show of course uh, this is a perfect question because it kind of goes with last week I can't lie I really was thinking because I'll just let you guys know more. I love Star Trek, too. Like, I'm addicted to Star oh, Trek, especially Star Trek you, Voyager. You watch with Star Trek. I love, like, certain animes, all kind of stuff. But if I had to watch something for the rest of my life, it would have to be Golden Girls, too. Yep. And the reason why is because Thank that show to me is, friend. as I'm watching it, it's like I don't ever feel like, oh, I don't want to watch this no more. Like, I don't think I've ever felt that way. So that is why I would sit and watch that for the rest of my life because I would feel like okay you know I could watch Golden Girl so I don't even need to elaborate more on that y'all understand where I'm going with that we're not doing the theme song right now anybody everyone you knew USC the biggest gift would be from me and the God of Tetris thank you for being a friend Okay, my favorite movie though. What? Okay, as you know, I just I'm not I I'm not big on the movie scene, but I have two uh, favorite movies, and you I can only pick one. I would count favorites as something you could watch over and over again. Can I tell you what it's between so I can feel better about it? Yes, it's between uh, The Incredibles. Ah. Uh. And to Wang Fu. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm going to pick to Wang Fu. Because I can watch that movie at any time. I know all the words. And it's hilarious. Shout out to my friend, Brandon Bray. <laughs> I was going to say your whole government name, but I'm not going to do it. Brandon Bray. Me and him used to die watching that movie. <laughs> and it's just funny. It's just hilarious. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch hey, it. Hey, little Latin boy in drag. Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crying because you two, you just, you're just so beautiful. You know, you just, that's all. Anyway, oh, John I love Patrick Swayze. That movie, Snipes. I could, I could really do trivia on Tu Wang Fu and uh, Golden Girls and just kill it. Anyway, those are my two favorites, and that was a. I mean, besides favorites, if I was stuck on an island and I had to watch those two, that's what I'd be stuck Thanks, on, Jennifer. and I would just get my life the whole time. So Jennifer, question for you us. win for that. So if you want to be in Jennifer's position and ask us a question, go ahead and do that at my fave podcast. <laughs> we want to hear your question. Just so you know, like I haven't said it already. Now, oh. Kenneth, this part's not over. Nope. Now we get to see what our question, how our question was answered. So we asked you guys, Kenneth, you pull up the Facebook one. Okay. So go on uh, our my fave and go look. I'm gonna go pull up the uh, Instagram one. Okay, you pull up the Instagram one. So I'm gonna start because I was uh, prepared, so I was already ready. Oh. Um. <laughs> the question was: We asked you guys, what is your fave of all time movie, TV show? Let us know. Here we go. So I'm gonna go ahead and name everybody so I can give you all shout outs. We got Timeless. That's Edward Clark. On Instagram, Edward Clark is my best friend, by the way. Edward's hey, Clark, Eddie. Edward Clark's favorite is Family Guy, The Color Purple, and Jurassic Park. That's some good choices, Edward. Really and Family good. Guy is—you can just watch Family Guy anytime. Then we also got Call Me Gabby. Ain't that your cousin? That's my cousin. What's up, Gabby? Gabby, oh Gabby, I love you. You're so amazing. She picked Singing in the Rain. I love Singing in the Rain. Yes, that's a good one. Oh my God. That's then we got one. Kellogg's, who is none other than Kale. Hey, Kale. <laughs> Kale, you are just amazing. I, I got, we got a friend named Kale, and Kale is just an amazing individual all around. She's everything. Uh, she picked Life. Mm, that, that, was that was good. Psych you, and you Monk. Ooh, Monk. Monk was good. I, I used to watch that a couple of times. My mom liked that show. Then we have um, Gethsemane E.M., and that's my friend Simi. I've known her my entire life. Oh. I love you, Simi. I haven't seen you in so long. She picked Godfather 2. Ooh. Oh, I wonder why part 2. That's a good one, though. Good one. And then we have Suzanne. 
Susanna, sorry. Susanne, I thought sorry, she was Suzanne. Suzanne. <laughs> She's probably like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, who's Suzanne? <laughs> Sound like she work at the drape shop. Right. The Joanne's Fabric. I'm Suzanne. You need some fabric? These, oh, these curtains are so beautiful. <laughs> these curtains. I love that video. <laughs> these curtains. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just, there's so many choices. There's so many choices of curtains. Uh, Star Trek 2. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, I'm a big fan Susanna of Star Trek. Susanna is a huge Star Trek fan. Susanna, we got to talk about this. Yeah, I Susanna. love Star Trek. Susanna meet Marcellus. Marcellus meet Susanna. Trekkies. Right. Uh, okay, go ahead, Facebook. We're done. Okay, so on our Facebook page, we asked the same question, and I'd like to shout out Sarah Berenberg, who said Moulin Rouge. Hey, Sarah. I love that movie. That was good. It was a good movie. And Paige Elizabeth Fockler. Paige. Okay, so Paige chose Shop Girl for her movie. Paige, I don't think I've heard of that movie. Am I missing something here? Me either. She's going to be mad at me later. You haven't heard of you haven't seen. Paige uh, showed us a lot of love when we she first did. made our page, by the way. She did. Paige was on it. Paige, thank you so much. The Office. Oh, God. The Office is so funny. Hilarious. I don't remember what episode it is, but it was like fire drill or something. <laughs> and the cat fell out the ceiling. And, oh, God, I love it. Remember when they put, uh, what's his name, Office in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> they the put black, his old desk. The black guy, I don't know his name. He Stanley. Was so Stanley. Stanley. Oh, Every time the camera just positioned to Stanley's reactions, his reaction it. shots. He is every black person in the he office. He was worth his paycheck. <laughs> Let me tell you, Stanley earned his paycheck. I saw Stanley in the hallway at Second City one time. Really? I almost lost my mind. Oh, okay. Oh, he's just so you funny. You can't always see him, people. I'm just over it. Shut up. Mad Men, which I have not seen. I heard great things about Mad Men. I've seen some uh, episodes, and I was like, wow, I got to really sit down and get into this. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple of episodes of that. Roseanne, we understand she's problematic, but the show itself was good. Yeah. Parks and Rec. <laughs> she says, Ugh, I can't just name one <laughs> right. page. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is all pages. <laughs> this is all page. <laughs> and then last but not least, Jennifer named her fave is Forrest Gump. Oh, Jennifer. Yeah, Forrest, Forrest Gump was great. Gump. Life is like shrimp, a box of chocolate. Bacon shrimp, chocolate <laughs> shrimp, saute shrimp, stuffed shrimp. shrimp, barbecue shrimp, pineapple shrimp, <laughs> coconut shrimp. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us on My Fave. This has been a great episode. We've talked about tear jerkers. we talked about those things that yes, kind of make did. us sad and emotional. This is a very, a very, very tearjerker episode. Right, right. You know? But thank you. Join us again. We are going to be here with some more faves. Some I'm picking a topic. You want to know what topic I'm picking for nope. next week? Okay. Thank y'all so much. All right. Bye. Hasta la pasta.